millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Red Men News. It is that time of the day. We are slightly late. I am sorry, the Invader 97, but it's you with an apostrophe R-E. Um, anyway, let's get straight <laughs> into it. Um, Jürgen Klopp has hinted that he will take a break after Liverpool Football Club. I am joined by Ross Chandley, of course, today. Um, so, yeah, Klopp's been talking about life after Liverpool again. And I don't like this, if I'm perfectly honest with you, because it means that he's thinking about it. Regardless of whether the questions are being asked of him or not, I don't want him thinking about life after Liverpool. I want him concentrated, as I know he is, on life at Liverpool. I think we all know, at some point, Jürgen is not going to be the manager of Liverpool. That's how it works. Um, people get too old. People don't want to do their job anymore. It yeah. happens in all walks of life. Um, but uh, I don't like him talking about life after Liverpool, Ross. This is twice now. We got interviewed with Bill last week and Kicker have done it again today. Just stop asking him. It's like everything you just said there, we know it's going to happen. Just stop asking him for like our own well-being. But also, in a, in a bigger picture of, we just started the Premier League season. Mm. And like possibly one of the biggest ones like last season was it was incredible. Concentrate on being here now. Stop asking questions about it in three years' time. It, it doesn't matter. Like And I, I just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about it <laughs> but three, three years is a long time, but it doesn't when like, you read it you go... Actually, no, it's not that far away, you know, because the season just goes like that, doesn't it? So Jürgen, when, when asked by Kicker if he would take a break after his tenure at Liverpool is up, it said it looks like it. Who can say now? Who can now say if he can give it his all in three years' time? Uh, if I decide for myself that I can't go anymore, I'll take a break. And in that year, I'd have to make a definitive decision. I have absolute energy, but I have one problem. I can't do a little bit. I can only do all or nothing. The chances are very high that my energy levels will go up again after a year's break and that I can then do the job that I want to do. In fairness, I understand that because he does put everything to it. He's similar to Pep. I think he's had sabbaticals before and Klopp's done, you know, was it seven years at Mainz, seven years at Dortmund, and this will be seven years at Liverpool. You don't want him to go, but I think from from if you humanise it, you can understand his reason behind it. It's like, I don't want to be here anymore. It's kind of like, I'm fucking fucked here. Like, us doing this or doing our job, mentally and physically, we're knackered. Christ knows how this guy feels. I know. I mean, he's literally pulling 60 nowadays every day of the week, I'd imagine. Um, but that's the thing, you know, that's what being a football manager is. He loves it. He loves being a part of it. And if he does get to the point where he can't give his all and he's not giving his best, it'll disappoint him and it'll disappoint everybody. 
you know, he he knows he needs to be at his absolute best to beat this Manchester City side, and he knows he needs to be at his absolute best to dominate in football. It's just what happens. It's not a surprise that Jurgen would probably take a break after Liverpool. What's annoying is the fact that people keep asking him. I think that's where it all boils down to for me, anyway. But I did say last week as well, if he's been this honest about it, which I think he got criticised for by a few fans last week, was being this open with the owners, give them the chance, the opportunity to make the steps of being prepared for him to leave. Oh, that's right. Someone, no, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's a good point, Ross. And, you know, I, I fully get behind that. And I think he will be. You know, what type of a person that Jürgen Klopp is, never mind what type of a manager is, what type of a person he is. You know, he will be open and honest and he'll probably have had these conversations with them when he first signed for Liverpool because he knows that he has to give his all in each and every day. Yeah. He can't take a day off. You know, that's just what he is. Um, he's also been speaking to Goal uh, about the European Super League and how he never wants to see it happen, uh, which is quite interesting and listen Ross you know you've read the article I've read the article we'll talk about the article in a little bit but before we get into some quotes from it I'm the same are you I don't want to see a European Super League no I don't I think that's the whole reason why we have the Champions League and I think in the bigger picture of things and I think this might be his reason behind it as well the fact that you just kind of section all those super teams off against everyone else and then it becomes all about money and power and stuff like that and I don't think that needs to happen you know we've seen the effects of what happens already this week with other teams, with you know FFP and those teams being ahead, it has a knock-on effect for the rest of the leagues and stuff like that. That will only happen and get worse, in my opinion. If you just you just separate and all that money is going into the Premier League or league and all that, and you're just going to give it to the same teams, which doesn't give the chance for out, out from a football fan of of other teams to compete and and you know kind of bridge that gap. I mean, one of the great stories from uh, you know going back to the '90s and stuff was Newcastle. You know the way that they were able to come up through the leagues under Kevin Keegan, and now they had money at the time and stuff. Fulham even did it under Kevin Keegan as well, actually thinking about they came through the leagues and Leicester have done it where they've come through the leagues and won the Premier League. These are great stories. What makes English football Wolves so good? Them. Wolves are another one. But being able to come up and do well in the top league and, you know, it's just a closed shop. And Jürgen comes at it from a, from a point of view where you'd expect him to. He's talking about burning players out all the time and you don't want to do that. And this kind of feeds into the last story, doesn't it? Yeah. If you throw in another 20 games and, you know, you want those games to be special. I want Champions League games against Real Madrid to come around every few years, hopefully in finals, not in group stages and stuff like that. You want them to be big, special occasions and it will take the shine off it somewhat. And also, why I don't want a European Super League. It's hard enough getting down to Southampton. Yeah. You know what I mean? For a game, you did Southampton, you and Tom did Southampton the other week. It's a tough place to try and get to. And so many thousands of fans follow the team up and down the length and breadth of this country. Now, you want to go to every single game and you play in a European Super League. That's quite difficult from a monetary point of view, but also from a time point of view. Taking, you, know, you couldn't go and play Real Madrid and do a day and back. Like you did Southampton, you know, you're taking days off work, you might have to take time out of your family life and all that. It just becomes incredibly difficult for a fan to go and watch their team play all around the world. And that's why I was saying before, if oh, you can see where all the money's going to go, because you can tell if he's on the inside, and I'm sure there'll be other managers that agree with him. But it's a business move, isn't it? It's a business move from maybe clubs that might agree with it, that want the extra money, but it's media-driven because they'll get more money from it. All the, you know, tourism would be great for the other sides, yeah, that would be good, but... You're just pumping all this money that you can spend in your own club, and you'd be skinny if you went to any of them, wouldn't you? You can't afford to go to that. That's, that's what the Champions League's for. It's hard enough yeah. to go to six group stage games yeah. or three away stage games in the group stages, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a big expense. I mean, you get as far as we get every year. It's tough, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but, then, but that's the other thing. It's not about 
how far you get in the competition. You're lucky that you're able to do that. Yeah. But you know that you might want to go to every... And there are lads and girls and that go to every single Liverpool game throughout the season, right? And fair play to them. Absolutely. But, you know, they're guaranteed that they're going to play in every league game. And it might not matter towards the end of the season. And does that mean attendance has started to drop off because they can't afford it? Does that mean that your travelling support isn't as good as it was? There's loads of ramifications of it. It's all about money. You need a bigger squad. You'd absolutely need a bigger squad. Um, And I I don't know how you do the coach travel, to be honest, because that's going to take weeks, weeks out of your your life. Uh, So next story, Stephen Gerrard highlighted there's only candidate who can replace Jürgen Klopp as Liverpool manager. Former goalkeeper Jersey Duzek has come out and spoken about him. I think every Liverpool fan would like to see Steven Gerrard back at the club in some form, probably as manager over the next few years. He's still got work to do though, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I said this last week. I don't want to go down the route of what Chelsea United have done and just get him for nostalgia's sake um, because that's exactly what they have done. You know, okay, Lampard was at Derby for a short time, but he didn't do any better than he did. He did the less. Season, did, he uh, seven points before. less than the Sol- a Norwegian. Um, Neil Warnock he got relegated with Cardiff so why would you go why is he going to do that Steven Jarrett hasn't reached those limits yet but I'd rather I'd rather he went and spent five to ten years at Rangers and somewhere else or maybe four or five years at Rangers to go and get that experience because I don't know where you go from Liverpool and if it all goes wrong I don't want to do that I don't want to I don't want to taint his career I know we've done that with Kenny before and he's come back twice and he, he did, did well and stuff but I don't I just don't want to get him in too soon just for the sake of because he's Steven Gerrard if there's someone else out there that is more qualified for the job go and do that but you can't just go and fast track him because he was great as a player there was loads of rumours last week actually about Jose Mourinho for some reason or so was ben, what was that about Ben said he wanted Mourinho Ben. He did. He said it, said it first in a room and so I just <laughs> laughed and pointed it at his face and then wow. said it again. And, yeah. You wouldn't. No one. Let me know in the comments section would you have Jose Mourinho? For the record, me, Ross, and I'm assuming Tom don't want Jose Mourinho anywhere near our fantastic football club. I don't anyway. know back in football. He's too miserable. He's an alright pundit to be fair to him. Yeah, no, but as a manager he's just... He's a dinosaur, mate. Yeah. Absolute dinosaur. Anyway, um, I sit here from my, from my YouTube desk telling Jose, telling Jose Mourinho he's won everything in football, <laughs> that he's a dinosaur. Like, and I, I realise that I, I'm you know, nowhere near as good a manager. Who would I have right now? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Thankfully, we don't have to think about it. No. I like Thomas Tuchel. I, I do, but you know he needs to actually do something with PSG. He needs to prove that he can get far into a competition. I love Diego Simeone, but Whoa. I just don't see him as a Liverpool manager. Style of football, yeah. Style of football's all wrong and stuff like that. Um, there's a comment here, Andrew. I figure I'll give you it now. He says Pep Linders is a ready-made oh, yes. replacement. There is an idea. You know, I was reading something last week that he's he's sort of being groomed. Obviously, he went to NEC, whatever their name is, last year, and it didn't. Or two years ago, maybe, and it didn't really work out for him. But by all accounts, he's held in really high regard at Liverpool, and it would seem like a logical step for us to move to Pep Linders after Jurgen Klopp, with another probably three years under his belt. There, it's a big move as you second club when your first one didn't really work out but it was a unique situation that he went over to over there wasn't it so uh, anyway back on to this 
Jersey dude, excited. I was with Stephen in the Liverpool dressing room for many years. I was—I must admit, I was amazed he became a manager so quickly after he finished playing. I spent a lot of time with him in private too, and not once did he ever mention to me he wanted to become a manager. But he's ideally suited to it because he's a great leader and a captain. He brilliantly managed our dressing room. But honestly, I would have laughed at you if you told me he wanted to be a manager. Most of the very best players like to take a break after their playing careers, ended and returned to their family, have sacrificed a lot during their career. But Stephen quickly jumped from coaching the kids at Liverpool to becoming a manager, and it wasn't an obvious choice either because he took on a really difficult task. Rangers were just getting out of financial problems. They had uncertainty at board level and were just returning to the top of the league again on this. Um, I'll scroll down a little bit further. Ooh, it's oh, too many adverts, man. When I was in Liverpool recently, it was no secret that Stephen is the man and indeed only candidate for replacing Klopp when he decides his time at Anfield is over. Everyone knows that sooner or later the great captain will return. Ooh. Now, a couple of things. When I was in Liverpool recently, it makes it sound like he was like talking to the club. Yeah. I think he was probably just talking to the fans. Yeah, he's in the pub, he's overheard it somewhere, hasn't he? Yeah, probably. No, no fans got knew who he was. He was probably in the hotel tier. Yeah. He probably yeah. was. And everyone was like, yeah, I can bring Stevie back in. He's like, yep, sounds. Or he watches us. He's gone, yeah, that, that's happening. Um, yeah, he's definitely got no links with uh, Michael Edwards or anyone like that, has he? Um, or anyone in the board. But you know, he does know him quite well. I think that the key thing that he mentions there is attributes that Stephen Gerrard's got of leadership and qualities, and there's no denying that he's got them. But I think I don't think that's enough alone as a manager. I think you need to go and get experience, don't you? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so I'm going to skip uh, one story and we'll go back to Klopp. Uh, hits back at Mane comments. Jamie Redknapp did something in the Times talking about how he maybe feels that uh, Klopp is playing Sadio Mane too much. Uh, Jürgen Klopp's come back out and said that, listen, you know, You'd have a go if I didn't play him. You'd be disappointed. You've got to play these players. Where do you stand on this? I mean, really, I think everybody knows that Liverpool probably needed a, a, a fourth player for those three positions. Everybody wanted that in the summer. It didn't happen. You're still going to play your best. It's just coming off the back of Arsenal, by the way. Yeah. And I know we dick them all the time and stuff, but it is Arsenal. They're yeah. one of the top six. They're a major rival of ours. You're not resting Sadio Mane against Arsenal if you can play him, are you? No, I think it might be... I think the, the, the article was written before the Arsenal game. I was think it? you talk like thoughts of Norwich and all that stuff. But you're right. You know, you, your front three players are some of arguably the best in our side. You, you have to play them, and, and Marnie and the form that he's in, and the confidence that he's in, and his form over the past maybe six months have just been absolutely terrific. Why do you drop him? But I also get the argument of going. Listen, you're going to suffer from burnout. And I think Klopp's come out and said those three won't suffer from burnout. They did the different types of player and stuff, and obviously our training regime, our pre-season that we have, albeit Marnie wasn't there for it. You know, the energy levels that you need, the quality's there, but I also get, I wanted someone else in for being able to give him a rest, and I think you get more out of him in that sense of going, well, listen, we don't need you for this game because we've got someone at XYZ who's of the same quality, or a little bit less than you, who will still do damage to a team, and I'll get more, I'll play you next weekend, or yeah. you play three games a week. You can't expect for anyone in that side to play three games a week. No, you can't. Uh, right, on to the last story of the day then. Uh, this is sort of about the Liverpool players that could be expected to leave before the transfer window around Europe and randomly League One and League Two shut. I didn't realise that League One and League Two were still allowed to sign players. Apparently, just the Championship and the Premier League that decided mm-hmm. to end the window early. Bit strange. Um, quite surprised by that. Dejan Lovren's one of them. His Roma move fell through last week, didn't it? Uh, so we still don't know what's happening. There's talk of a temporary move. I can't imagine Liverpool would do that, would you? No, no. I, I, th- I think the rumours were as well. They might revisit it in, in January. I think Klopp mentioned something in his pre-match press last week. And 
again, as much as he's not playing, as much as Matip's in fine form and Gomez, you, you know, you're covered in, in that position, just be greedy and keep him. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what the pool needs to do more of. Uh, Jaden Shaqiri could leave amid rumours of interest from Monaco and clubs in China. Seen wine and a mark, thankfully. Oh, it's um, a James Pierce close, that, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one. Ryan Kent still, Rangers apparently still won. He's down tools last week. Did he? Whatever that is for Ryan Kent. Not happy. Bobby Duncan's removed everything off his uh, socials of LFC, so he's, he, yeah. he's pissed off. That'll teach him. Oh no. So Fiorentina reporters made a, a, an offer for uh, Bobby Duncan. Um, also clubs in Germany, Sweden and Denmark have been interested in recent months. But this one looks like it could be a loan. Uh, whether Fiorentina's approach will be rebuffed remains to be seen with the mail report that he has not travelled for the under-23s clash with Southampton on Monday night. That's this evening. So Bobby Duncan could be off. Um, Pedro Kiravea apparently is still at the club. Um, this was news to me. He's captain in the under 23s. Again, news to me. I'm not an under 23s watcher. Uh, he's Kane, 22. He's been here for like 10 years. Longer. Yeah. It, 30. Yeah. 30 years Pedro Kiravea has been in and around that. I'm a little bit surprised about that. Um, so let, let, let us know your thoughts on who you think should go. I don't think there's anything other than Lovren there that's first team newsworthy. I don't imagine that Shakiri would go. Tom, have you got a comment for us? Yeah, um, obviously everyone's talking about Klopp Klopp because that's the title. We got a super chat, a blue super chat Ooh, from Rabadam. Says, let's get Brucey, he beats Spurs. Yeah. And we'll move on. Um, Bassett saying, get Eddie Howe after Klopp. Um, Omar Aswat talking about Gerard. He said, I will 100% take Gerard, but he needs time to establish himself as a top class manager who can back himself to be successful here. In the meantime, I wouldn't mind Poch. I think Poch would be a great fit for mm. us. I, I really do. Worries me what, like him talking about Spurs and the way that he's been talking about Spurs since before the Champions League final, a little bit, to be honest with you. On the Steve Bruce thing, now nah, you're all right. Um, but one of the one of the things that I find interesting about, about Stephen Gerrard and, and the Lampard stuff actually, Ross, I find quite interesting. It links back to this comment is how does how does Stephen Gerrard prove himself to be a great manager? Because like if he wins in Scotland, right, he's only playing Celtic. Right. If he does what Lampard does and and jumps into Liverpool's job, what what is what is it what does career progression look like for Stephen Gerrard? Because does he go to a seventh place team in the Premier League before he comes to Liverpool after Rangers? What does he do? What what makes people think sound? Where does he go to? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I think maybe even Championship might be the route because I, I don't know. You could argue that's level on par with Scottish football, or maybe even slightly better in some people's opinion. But I or do just, you just give him the job and hope that he's good? Because sometimes it's about timing, isn't it? You know. I think I could ruin his reputation before he even gets to Liverpool because he goes into a really tough situation. Yeah, but that's why, right, I said before, go and get experience. You know, another five, ten years, it doesn't matter where it is, just go and get it. And same with management in any level. You don't just go from like being somewhere to go to management straight away, do you? Of a, of a bigger club or a bigger company and stuff, you need to go and get that. that but if you're a club legend, you can do it. Zinedine Zidane won the three Champions Leagues off the... Yeah, but how many, the... how many Zidane's come off? Come well, that's from? the point. Yeah. Steven Gerrard was a generational talent. And managerial-wise, manager though? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know any other manager that won three Champions Leagues off the bounce. On the bounce, you know. I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible leap, what Zidane did. Mm. But he was given that opportunity by one of the most ruthless sides in world football. And they gave it to a former player who was world-class because they saw something in him. Yeah. Now, he didn't have what you would expect the Real Madrid manager to walk in there and be able to do, but he managed to 
hone those players and get them playing to a level where he won three Champions League. Steven Gerrard might just be able to do that without going to Derby or without going and doing well at Rangers because he's Steven Gerrard and at Liverpool he's something special. Yeah, I think it's always concern as well. Like I said before, with the experience, you just hope that it doesn't go wrong because you maybe you've seen it with, before with other managers that have tried it. And you again, I referenced Solskjaer before, and I'm not comparing Steven Gerrard to Solskjaer because I fucking hate him. Um, but he's gone wrong so many times there. Do you want Steven Gerrard club legend to, to jump that gap so quickly and then for it to go wrong? No. Then, then where does he go from there? But then, so I'm saying, where's but he go before? The, 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 problem, the problem is, you wait 10 years and you give him the job and it could still go wrong. Yeah. Couldn't it? And he still ruins his... But he doesn't ruin his reputation. He doesn't ruin his reputation as Steven Gerrard, the player, because he can't. That's the thing. And any true football fan will know that Steven Gerrard, whether he has a successful career as a manager at Liverpool or not, will still be Steven Gerrard, yeah. Liverpool, Mr No, of course Liverpool. he will, yeah. But I, I think, like I said before, the experience will bring you different tasks, different problems, and you have to go find those solutions. And I'd rather he went and had them somewhere else first before coming to Liverpool and going, oh shit, what, what do I do here? I think you get that with experience. So, yeah, no, you, you, you're probably right. Um, let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We're going to wrap it up there. That's been Red Men News. We'll be back tomorrow, 12.30, again, to discuss all the latest. Uh, don't forget to check out the Reds News Roundup, which is on Wednesday. We'll be talking about all of these things in much more depth and detail over on the website, www.theredmentv.com. Get over there, sign up, first month free. There's loads. There's me talking to Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Jordan Henderson. There's me talking to Jürgen Klopp. There's Paul talking to Jürgen Klopp. There's interviews with Virgil van Dijk. They're all over on the website, £5. You can watch them all and then you can sod it off if you don't like it anyway. The Maddox thing was incredible. Oh, week, it was brilliant. The newsroom with Dave Maddox, two-parter, absolutely absolutely brilliant thoroughly enjoyed that one uh, so there you go thank you very much like the video subscribe to red men news and we'll see you next time Ta-ra.